0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion podcast network. Get more at NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show!
1: What up, gangsta?
0: Oh my god, you're off the chain tonight. What the hell? Oh, What's going on with you? Fired out of a cannon. Not really, man. I'm fucking... Beat. What? Beat. Well, you better pep it up, Buttercup
1: just beat it I had to take my wine pouch out of the wine box wine pouch yeah yeah well you know when you you get wine in a box there's a pouch inside it yeah but when you get to like a certain level and you try to pour wine out of the box it doesn't pour
0: gravity's not your friend gravity's
1: not your friend so you gotta open up the box Ah, and pour straight I, out of the pouch.
0: I thought it. I, I was envisioning a uh like a saddle pouch.
1: I do. Uh, I do have one of those on a backpack.
0: Yeah, of course you do.
1: That, maybe. Ma- maybe I sometimes walk around the house drinking wine that way. I don't know. You might. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> what the kids don't know, don't hurt them. Exactly. I'm just drinking right. water. I'm thirsty. Right. What have you been up to? Ah,
0: uh, hmm, what have I been up to? Um, I don't know. It's been like a lazy weekend, really? which is sort of nice. Yeah, nice.
1: That and I nice. was
0: gonna, I was gonna get like Sunday all to myself. My wife was awfully busy,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and then she did like the first half of her activities, which were work work related, and came home, and it was so cold out. Cause she had to attend uh, like a community outreach that was outside, mm-hmm. and it was so cold out, and she was ill prepared dress wise that she came home and she's like, "I'm gonna take a hot bath and relax," and she blew off the rest of her activities.
1: Oh man, yeah, that sounds all right. It was, it was fine. Yeah,
0: that sounds all right. I felt bad for her because it was, uh. Not unseasonably cold, but we've been in a little bit of a hot streak, so we've been spoiled.
1: Dude, it's freaking hot as hell over here.
0: Really? Yeah. Dang. You think it's, like, flood-related?
1: No, I think it's global warming-related.
0: Oh, okay. I just didn't know if all of a sudden you're getting, like, a hot, you know, whatever it is, hot burst of wind coming from the south up, that type of thing. Hot flashes? You might. Menopause.
1: It's possible. Wait, hot flashes on your balls? Is that what you said? Yes. Wow. Tell me more. <laughs> it Martin only took Ferretti. three minutes. Look at that,
0: <laughs> Murf Freddie, get off the, get off this podcast. <laughs> Don't listen anymore. <laughs>
1: oh, mm, mm, mm. Ah, I do love some merlot, though. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah. It's not my. It's not my, it's not my. It's not my
1: favorite, but it's good.
0: Before we get off of wine, yes. I was watching one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels, uh, First We Feast, mm. which has a show called Hot Ones, which is uh, the host Sean goes – and I think I even – I tried to get you on it because uh, Key and Peel had an episode on it, and it was unbelievably funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go through like progressively hotter sauces, like 1 through 10 – as the host asks the guest questions. And he, the host is entertaining. The guests I always find entertaining as well. There's a lot of rappers, which is sort of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week's guest, speaking of wine, to bring it all the way back. Mm. Uh, and I know you like this person. I know you're familiar with this person because we talked about him before. Gary Vanderchuck was on. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gary oh dude he is just the effing bomb he is just so <laughs> good and what he said and I'm sure you, you've known this for decades probably because I've been turned on to it through him
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he even brought it back and my wife was watching Hot Ones and she was like well that's good to know because uh, they're like we can't let you walk out of here without asking you a wine question he goes yeah shoot sure. and The Sean asked him, you know, what's the best wine to go after? And he goes, the wine to watch out for that is really cheap right now, but it's way better than most is from Portugal. Really? And he goes, but, and he said something to the effect of like, but my rule still applies. And this is the thing that you might still know, because I even told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, baby, he's been saying this for 20, 25 years. And I'm like I didn't know about this Portugal thing, but he always says a wine between like $9 and $13, mm-hmm. he goes the next the next price point you should be looking at is 25 to 30. Yeah. He goes anything in between that, he goes you might as well just buy and find a really good $9 bottle of wine and you'll be set. Mhm. And my wife was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Because how many wines are you know available for like eighteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety
1: nine? Oh no kidding! And you
0: always think those got to be better than you know ten dollars. Nope. And I'm like, Vanderchuck has been talking decades for how awesome bike box wine can be, how awesome screw top wine can be. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Don't fall into the tradition of you got to have a cork in it and it's got to be from France or California."
1: No, as a matter of fact, I think the uh, the best wine in the world last year uh, was grown in Great Britain, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, neat. And it's funny, too, since we we're talking about global warming. Uh, yeah. Of course, like, the UK has always been too cold and humid for uh, growing wine.
0: Yeah, their their season is really, really short.
1: Yeah, well... Or but, it used to be. But because of global warming... They have, like, almost perfect weather for a lot longer now than they used to. So yeah. there's a lot of really good wines coming out of the UK for that reason.
0: So crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so nuts. Yeah. And just, just to stay on the wine tip, God, how do how do we have so many little wine nuggets in our
1: head? Oh, we have a lot of um, nuggets.
0: It is crazy, but I guess there's some wine that, like, is exclusive for Aldi. Really? And and that stuff sells out in hours. Like there are groups and message boards that as soon as like such and such Pinot Noir is at Aldi, like it sells out in
1: hours. Huh. I wonder which and one guess, that is. I
0: guess I guess it's like three ninety nine a bottle. Like it's really, really cheap.
1: I was gonna say because um there's a lot of companies that have like uh like their own brand of wine. Um, or like a really cheap generic sounding brand that's like shared across multiple different companies like um what is it Trader Joe's the Trader Joe's wine um I can't remember what it is but it's rebranded of some other wine that sells for like 15 bucks a bottle but a tra- oh, yeah. but a Trader Joe's is like 2.99 Yeah it's the same exact point. Yeah it's the same exact wine. That's why I always tell people that when I get made fun of on Twitter like I roll with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll drink my box one because you know what? It's ten bucks for three bottles worth, and I guarantee yep. you, it's pretty much the same as something that you would consider a really good one.
0: For sure. Yeah, yep. I mean, I yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: You just gotta let it breathe, Nick. You get a decanter. Oh. It I uh, my wife had gotten me this thing. It's like a little funnel that you put on top of a glass. Mm-hmm. And so it like decants it as you pour it in. It worked, oh, so it it's like right.
0: so wait, that you're pouring in or while you're pouring it out it decants it?
1: Yeah, while you're pouring it into the glass it decants it.
0: Okay, that's what I was I didn't know if you meant pouring it into the bottle or into the glass. No no okay, no no, gotcha.
1: no. Yeah, it's got it's like a little metal X and inside is a cup, and the cup has a funnel in it, um, that like spins the wine. So it aerates and, it. and it aerates it as it drips down the bottom
0: that's fun yeah i love little gadgets like this dude
1: yeah it works pretty good dude i'll tell you the ultimate tr- the ultimate trick you take a freaking um oh god what's that machine called like the the fucking it used to bake what, what's it called what's it called you know what i'm talking about no it goes and you're like a mixer there you go okay um, right. um like and a,
0: it, it, you mean like an emulsion blender
1: like, yeah yeah that'll work too okay um, you just put on like one of the little paddles instead of the both of them. Are and, you talking a Cuisinart? Well, that's a brand. It's just like a little a little handheld mixer. Okay, gotcha. All right, you just put one of the little paddle things instead of both of them, and you just mm-hmm. put it in your wine and just paddle it for like fifteen seconds, and it's like the equivalent of decanting for like a week or something.
0: Sounds like you need to go on to Shark Tank.
1: No, dude, I saw that. Matter of fact, I saw that on Vandachuk when Vandachuk had the video podcast. Yes. Like years and years ago, he did that on
0: I miss that. Dude, I miss that show. What
1: was that called? Wine something.
0: I don't remember. I just told my wife, I'm like, he would drink one bottle a week and he would just break it down and it was never a bottle that was over like 20 bucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh God! And now he's a venture capitalist. What
1: the? Heck? Well, sure. Well, and it's not like he never had money. I mean, his parents got money. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely. But still, he's very. It is like life lessons and lessons in business that like any common per like you don't need to be first in your business class to understand.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: le- he makes everything very accessible. He does and uh, just to segue over to something else that I want to talk to you about oh and by the way uh, welcome to the comfy couch dirty <laughs> legion. Um, uh, um, the The other person that does that breaks it down and makes a cam- com- and I think it's really tough to do if you really think about it to take a complicated situation or problem and break it down for a common person Mm, who yeah. has no clue about a certain you know complicated issue, um, and another. Per- Vander Truck is awesome, still awesome at it. Another person that you we we talked about on Friday, another person that could do that was Kevin Rose. Oh, buddy! Like he never like he assumed certain things that you would know certain bits and bobs, but you don't have to. You don't have to build your own computer for him to explain how to build your own computer and it for it to totally make sense.
1: What was his nickname when he was on uh, on the screensavers? It was like the something hacker, oh, the dark hacker maybe or something like that. I don't remember. That
0: sounds right, yeah. That sounds because it was something like related to like dark web.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and talk about like crazy shit, right? Because he started off, um, I think he started off being like a he was a writer on that show, like a researcher mm-hmm. um, maybe like as an intern or something, and then that sounds right. and then he went on to host and then he was the main host when g four bought the network
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then from there he left and started dig with like five hundred bucks I think that's what he paid the original designer It was like five hundred bucks and like a percentage of dig. And,
0: I at that point wouldn't you take the percentage? Oh, for sure, right? <laughs> Knowing how good he is, it's like, yeah, I'll do that. I'll mm-hmm. do it pretty much for free, but just give me a percentage because I believe
1: in you. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I think I think most people like the guy and say like, oh, like he's done so well for himself. He's had so many successes, but like he's done, so, he did some pretty shitty stuff too. Um, sure. I'm trying to think. Like he he did that social Oink. You remember Oink? Yep, yep. It was like a social network, kind of like Twitter ish, mm-hmm. but not as good. And I think he sold that um, right before he went to Google, which that's when he made, I would say, a lot of his money. Like he had already made money from selling Dig, but uh he had started that like small indie development company, and they were going to do like two or three iOS apps a year and that's it. Like, that's, yep. that's, And they were all going to be free. Um, and then Google bought the company and dissolved it. Cause they just bought it pretty much for Kevin. Um, sure. And they hired all the engineers. I think it was like four or five people. They hired all those people. Um, and then they made Kevin like one of the lead investors at Google ventures. Yep. Um, and then like now, now, dude, now Kevin doesn't give a fuck. Like he's got a podcast that he just does whatever the fuck he wants. Um, yeah, he he
0: catches himself under the guise of venture capitalist. Yeah, which is which is pretty much. You can bring me into your business, show me your business plan, explain it to me, and I'll let you know if it's going to work or not. Right, like, all right. Yeah, he he's living the life,
1: and he does. Um, he's got. He, I mean, he still runs a company. It's called Hoydinky, I think it is. Um, And all it is, is like uh, an app and a website for like watch aficionados, which apparently like that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like people collect, people collect watches.
0: Yeah, that's a big thing.
1: Um, So even if it's like a really, really niche market, he makes money off of it because those people want to spend money to know about watches. Yep. Which go with a fucking thunk it. You know what I mean? You just have to be the f- one of the first. That's all. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, speaking of the podcast, so I sent you the link to the podcast. Did you listen to it? I sure did. It was pretty awesome, wasn't it?
0: It was... Well, explain what you sent to me.
1: All right, I'll, I'll explain. So Kevin Rose has a podcast. It's called The Kevin Rose Show, I think. hmm um, And every week he interviews, like, somebody. Like an entrepreneur or like somebody that does body hacking or whatever the hell. And on the last episode, he had Alex Albrecht, which if you've been listening to this show for a while, we've talked about Alex many a time because uh, he and Kevin used to do the Dignation podcast, which in many ways, Nick, this podcast is very much influenced by Dignation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, except we don't we not really do news. Like sometimes we'll do news, but we don't really do news. We just fucking bullshit. But what they mm-hmm. did was they they talked about the top tech news stories from Dig. dot com. Uh, rest in peace. Even though it's still around, like it's not the same. And yeah, um, it's like uh, what Reddit is now is what Dig used to be, for sure. So, anyways, they they just sat on a, on the comfy couch. And uh, drank beer and whatever else, and got drunk talking about bullshit tech news, and uh, it was freaking awesome. It was a video show and a podcast. I used to watch it on video all the time on the old so, uh, on the, the old Rev Three, Revision Three.
0: That's the only way I ever watched. I ever consumed it was video.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was one of those mm-hmm. things where like you have to watch it on video, even though like it was nothing, right? It's just two dudes on a couch. Yep. So, anyways, yeah, so Dignation ran for forever, and now Alex does the half hour happy hour on Nerdist with Allison Hayslip, who used to to work with them on G4. She's the best. She's so hot. And, you know, she she
0: did the, like, interview. She was the interview person for, I think it was one or two seasons of The Voice. Mm-hmm. And then they let her go. And I, I every time I see her doing something like that, I'm always like, "That's good." Like, that's just good people getting like. I, I just like seeing them succeed. You know, mm-hmm. she she just always seemed really cool and down to earth and like fun and funny.
1: Yep. Yep, I agree. Have you yeah. uh, have you heard that show yet? Oh yeah, absolutely. So this past week was the first time I heard it because Alex was on on Kevin's show. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what the hell's Alex been up to? So I looked it up, and then they were talking about the half-hour happy hour.
0: And I was mm-hmm. like, oh,
1: my God, that sounds awesome. So I listened to it, and it is hilarious.
0: It's it, very much like Dig.
1: It's very much, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except the the problem is, like, he's doing a, what is it, 30- or 60-day detox?
1: Yeah. So no, how the is no he drinking? doing his show? Yeah, how yeah. the hell's he doing
0: happy hour? yeah. But if you want to listen – if you just want to skip around that show, make sure you check out their Christmas episodes because those go extra <laughs> long and they get extra drunk and they're really, really funny. <laughs> There's one that I heard – this wasn't a Christmas show. It was probably in January
1: mm.
0: where they – I guess there was a pop-up restaurant in L.A.
1: Mm. that
0: was Star Wars-themed. Hmm. So you paid a lot of money to go to this pop-up restaurant. There were like two seatings a a night, only on weekends. And it was supposed to be one of the like hardest tickets to get a hold of, like hottest tickets to find. And both of them went separately. And I guess it just seemed like a big S show. Hmm just completely don't believe the hype it was garbage but to hear both of their experiences doing that was hilarious just like the only thing that was good was you heard the cantina theme but you heard it 300 times that night because that was the only thing they would play
1: well I gotta tell you Nick I, uh, so I listened to this last episode
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, they have a great sponsor ooh I don't know if you knew this but no,
0: I haven't listened to them in months,
1: they have, a, they have a great sponsor who's also sponsoring this episode. Ooh. Head on over to IHateTampons.com for oh. all your feminine product needs. IHateTampons.com? I don't know, dude. I was like, what? What am I listening to? <laughs> that sounds weird. Because the show started with the ad spot for IHateTampons.com slash NerdLegion. legion. <laughs> And I was like, "Am I? Is this the right show?" Hilarious, but uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. I enjoy the show, though. It was fun. It was fun.
0: I I even liked the show with his uh, wife. Well, now wife, then girlfriend Heather.
1: Heather. Oh, control old chicken.
0: Yes, I even had a shirt as uh, as I even took a picture of it to show you.
1: Control old chicken was the best.
0: It was. I mean, and it was so far ahead of its time. Oh, like sure. two people, it. I don't know if anyone even pays attention to us and goes searching out this stuff. But Control, uh, and I'll explain it for the listener. I know you already know it. Mm-hmm. But Control Alt Chicken is a cooking show done in their kitchen, like two cameras, two static cameras, and it's a couple who don't know how to cook.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they'll tackle something like Chicken Cordon Bleu. Mhm. And th- and they will have a recipe and try to do the recipe but yet they don't know how to cook. Mm-hmm. And at the end they try it just like any other cooking show. But it but buddy that was what 20 years ago? Oh 15 yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. Like yeah. I would like that was so far ahead of its time I would watch that type of show now. Oh, as long yeah. as you got two people that were very entertaining. And Alex and Heather are very entertaining. And it didn't last long. It was like eight episodes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really fun and funny to watch like their mishaps. And it sort of took the mystery away from food for me, to be honest with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: this was around the time period whenever you put on Food Network. I don't even think Cooking Channel was readily available it might have been available in some markets it wasn't in chicago all that much um but like food network had famous chefs pretty much just showing this is how you cook a meal Mm. but they weren't breaking it down they weren't personalities at this point and it was it, it it was very dry Mm-hmm. It wasn't personality or competitively driven, which brings out the humor and the, you know, the the fun. And Control-Alt-Chicken was a lot of jokes. They would do a funny little, like, historical, not skit, but, like, a breakdown historically of, like, how Chicken Cordon Bleu came, mm-hmm. came to be. And it wasn't really about making the perfect Chicken Cordon Bleu. It was trying to figure out how they can make something that sort of resemb- resembles it. <laughs> yeah. And for me, that's what I needed. Like, I don't know how to bake chicken cordon bleu. I go to the grocery store and I buy them frozen and throw them in the microwave or the oven. Like, I don't, I would never ever think to do that. Hmm. So that's why that show, like, even to today, it's like they were pretty pretty ahead of the <laughs>
1: the foodie craze. Yeah, you're right, and I think a lot of uh, like BuzzFeed does a lot of those videos now. Mm,
0: um, but they okay.
1: don't—they don't do like a two people thing. But they do sometimes have like a group of people that kind of do the like a taste testing kind of thing. Mm. Um, but not so much the cooking. So it's like cultural chicken minus the cooking part. It's like the before the cooking and after the cooking.
0: See, I've seen it on like the AV Club. Hmm they'll do it but the people that do it and I, I mean my apologies if the AV club listens to Nerdy Legion but the people that do it aren't personalities there's nothing fun or funny to see mm-hmm. so unless I'm interested in chicken making chicken cordon blue I'm never gonna watch them because they're way too
1: dry yep but if they want a sponsor they can go Absolutely. to uh, ihatetampos.com slash nerdylegion don't go
0: there. But good but good call on the um bringing it back. Good call on the Kevin Rose podcast. Oh, that was so good. Yeah,
1: it was fun. And they said they're going to do it maybe like every like five or six episodes.
0: Yeah, did you read any of the comments? No, I didn't. It was all like reunited. It feels so good. They got their back. You guys should do this every week. And I'm sure both of them are like guys, we're not going to do this every week. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just get over that. Dude. But it was very special. Like if they did it once a year, I'd, I would be so in, and oh, I yeah. would happily, if they even, and I hate to say this cause I would actually back it up. But if they act, if they actually went to Patreon or Kickstarter and like, Hey, we want to do Dignation every year but would you how much would you pay to see that every year i like
1: i think i would pay some money did they do that for that reunion or was that just tickets they sold
0: that was the you sent it to me and i've never ever seen a video of that mm. so i wonder if they just did it for a live audience
1: i think i saw the video cuz that was during comic con right uh maybe but it wasn't and, at comic con
0: though right it was on an off-site
1: thing. yeah 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 no, I remember it happened because um, Leo Laporte showed up and he was crowd surfing. Oh, nice! With like a giant camera on himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think Leo would do that now, but uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, old oh, Laporte. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Oh,
0: they're, it's
1: back in the day, man. Bringing it that back, so- Nick.
0: That was some crazy heady times, dude.
1: That was good stuff, man. Totally rad yeah. show. That was the jam.
0: Yeah, that's still, still such a stellar show.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could, o- I could only imagine if they actually had crowd funding available, how much money that show could have made on top of getting sponsors and stuff like that.
1: You know, that. I was thinking about that, so. I mean, there's no way that Alex does only that Nerdist half-hour show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Heather seems to be, like, really busy with her music stuff. But, yes. But she's not big time. And they live in L.A., so there's no way they're living off of, like, her playing music at bars and him doing a half-hour show. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got to be doing something else. What the hell is he doing?
0: Maybe he's doing some acting and directing and you know stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. He did do. Um. He's got a short. Is it an Overwatch? Overwatch short. Ah. But okay. still, it's a short. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then my boy Kanata. I listen to all his podcasts. He's the best.
0: I do like me some Kanata. He, I just want more video from
1: Kanata. He he was my least favorite. On Totally Rad show, really? Yeah, but I love the hell out of him now. He's my oh, favorite he now.
0: My, he was my spirit
1: animal <laughs> during that. He was Mister Positive. <laughs> are you kidding me? He's always been Mister Positive. Yeah,
0: I know. That's why I love him.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Kanata's the best. Yeah, Oh but I did
0: like I did like his uh, one video show. What was it? Uh, Better, best.
1: Oh, newest, latest, best.
0: Yeah, newest, latest, best.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he just sort of stopped doing
0: that. So it must not be, it must not have been getting as many downloads as he was hoping.
1: Um, he brought up, he, he still does newest, latest, best. He does it on Anchor. It's,
0: it's rare that he does
1: it. No, no, no. He does it like every day. It's a daily show now. Really? Yeah, but it's on Anchor. So it's like a three minute podcast.
0: Oh, dang it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which Anchor's interesting. I thought about doing some stuff on there. Um, but I just I don't I don't three minute like who listens to three minute podcast you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it used to be on his YouTube channel. That's that's the only way I got it. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah. No, he does it on Anchor. Uh, which yeah. I, Anchor's cool, but like I said, three minute podcast, no thanks. But,
0: I, three three minutes could either be horrible rambling, or you have to be so buttoned up for those three minutes that you're spending three hours to get ready for three minutes.
1: Well, cause, well, the, so the problem becomes. Um, that like, if you have more to say, your three minute episode becomes multiple episodes. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Anch- you
0: really have to be able to edit yourself.
1: But Anch- like anchor does a really good job at stitching it all where it sounds like one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like I just, I, I can't get myself to just download an app to listen to this one podcast. You know what I mean? Cause like I don't, I don't listen to anything else on there.
0: And I don't see you. Uh, oh, let me give it a try. Let me put down the eighty-five podcasts that I have queued up every week and try like all these random ones. No,
1: right. Don't see that. Well, happening. and the and the thing is, I can't download any of them. So I'd, I'd be streaming them from the app. You know what I mean? Like I. I no, I, I'm saying the eighty-five
0: podcasts that you do.
1: Right? Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Well. I mean, I already downloaded those, and it's not 85. It's 73, I think. I'll have to look. Um, Yeah,
0: 73, but I'm just saying instead of listening to one of those from that week, you're going to open up an app and like, oh, let me try like 15 different. Right, yeah.
1: Like, let me just play random shit for all day. Nah, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't do that. I I like
0: to have, like, two hours of, like, Daryl's voice or Mike's voice in my ear. (laughs) Kevin Rose, you know? I don't want, like, three minutes and then it's like, ooh, who's this person? Whoa, who's this person? Right, right, right. That would be shocking when I'm at work. Yep, yep, you're right.
1: Mm, I need more podcasts, Nick. You have plenty. Yeah, but even though I have that many, like, they don't all release regularly. Mhm. You know? Like, I think out of, really... out of those, maybe half of them release regularly.
0: Yeah, some of them are like uh, bi weekly.
1: Bi weekly or just like whenever the fuck. Like, um, I subscribe to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History.
0: Uh-huh. Which is oh, am- yeah, that takes
1: a while. It's amazing. But the thing is, like, every episode is like four or five hours. Right. And it takes them like months to put them out. Yep, you know what I mean. So, uh, like when they come out, they're awesome because you learn a shit ton of stuff.
0: But... It's like Christmas, but holy Christ, it's like no, it's Christmas like, it's if, literally if... like Christmas because <laughs> they come but out no, once a year. <laughs> but it would be it'd be like Christmas if you didn't know what day that was gonna fall on.
1: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Like it, you get so excited, but yet you didn't know it was coming.
1: Yeah, it yeah, just
0: yeah. it just appeared in your feed.
1: Yep yeah yeah i can't do that you know, I have a feel few like that no i know and then i have some that like i i almost want to unsubscribe but i can't um why i right, so i'm gonna give you two so one is called Spooked. Sure. one is called spooked okay it's a pretty new podcast i think they started like a month or two ago mm-hmm. um and i think they're part of some radio station in new york okay um but I, I like the podcast, but I hate the host. There's, Ooh, there's who's some, the host? I don't know his name. Um, yeah. But the podcast is about like it's like paranormal stories, like ghost stories or whatever the hell. Sure. Um, supposedly based on real life. Okay. Um, and I don't care if they are based on real life or not, but like the stories are well told, mm-hmm. um, and they like interview the people or whatever kind of and make it part of the narrative. But uh, there's something about the host that just really annoys me.
0: Are they on it a lot?
1: Yeah, the ho No, like, talking? Um, no. Yeah,
0: or are they just introducing, like, this week we're going to be talking about this. And yeah, then- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: Like, introduction, then like he introduces each story in the episode, and then there's the outro, of course. Uh But there's something about him that just annoys me, and I don't know what it is. I think he, like, he tries too hard... To make huh. it sound like npr you know what I mean? Oh. Um, and it just it annoys me. Mm-hmm. And the theme music annoys me. But I love the podcast, so I still listen. And then the other one is Star Talk, which is really weird, because I love Star Talk, and I'll probably never unsubscribe from Star Talk. But the thing about huh. Star Talk is they have the other show called Playing with Science. Um, where it's, uh, have you listened to Star Talk? I don't believe so. All right. That's uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and then he's got a comedian, usually Chuck Nice, and then usually some kind of guest. Um, okay. Or they'll have, like, the Star StarTalk All-Stars, which will be, like, Bill Nye, or, like, some other scientist or astronaut or something, like, hosting the show. Anyways, so they have, like, a side podcast, which is Playing With Science, which is a sports podcast, uh, but it's kind of, like, about sports science. Right? Mm. So, like, what the science would be behind the immaculate reception or whatever. Okay? Things like that. Okay. And it's uh, Chuck Nice and some soccer guy that used to play soccer and now he's an announcer. Um, and the thing is, like, once a month they'll throw in one of the Playing with Science episodes into the Star Talk feed. And, like, If I want to listen to this other podcast, like I'll go fucking listen to it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, don't throw that shit in this feed because people subscribe to this feed. Mm, That's just kind of annoying.
0: That's just a horrible way to bump up
1: numbers. Yeah, it annoys me. It annoys me. So I I wish they would quit doing that. Mm, Um, mm. And I think I think part of the problem may be. That I have... I subscribed to the old feed because I've been a subscriber for years. Oh. Um, and I think now they've changed it. So I don't know if like they're still putting in that in the new feed that they have. Hmm. I just don't want to unsubscribe from the old feed and get to the new feed. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe that would solve the problem. I mean, maybe. But I don't want to push buttons. I just want to fucking listen to your podcast, bro. <laughs>
0: You want to be the early adopter.
1: I mean, I guess to the feed. I guess. I think. Yeah, I've,
0: I've had I've had a couple podcasts that are like that. That just for whatever reason, it's the person's voice. And believe me, I have a horrible voice, so I get it. But there's there's a point where listening to that person for an hour a week, it's like no, I can't do it, even if
1: the content's good. Nick, you have the voice of an angel.
0: Oh, holy mackerel. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know what? Not only is your body a wonderland, your voice, your voice Mm. is a wonderland. (laughs) Oh, boy. This or that. No, we're not playing that today. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Hey Nick, did you watch the uh, the New Mutants trailer? I did. What'd you think?
0: Um, it's very captivating.
1: Interesting, interesting thoughts you got there.
0: I, uh, you know that that isn't for me. <laughs> but it's interesting that they're making a Marvel horror film. That's sort of what it looked like.
1: Mm. Yeah, so it, was, yeah. Uh,
0: it was weird, and I. I like the Stranger Things dudes in it, and I like the mask reveal, and there was certainly a lot of David Cronenberg imagery,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was interesting. Um, I don't even know if you can really pick out, like, oh, that person is magic, or that person is, you know... There are characters where I could sort of try to figure that out, but... I appreciate that they didn't make, other than like having the big Marvel comics logo splash up there. Mm -hmm. It, it was, it was definitely a different direction. And I, and I, and I got to applaud 20th century Fox for trying to, not everything has to be like
1: spandexy. Yeah. That's what I liked about it, man. I knew that, I knew that new means was going to be different. Because even the comic is technically still different. Like, yeah, it's an X Men book, but not really. But but it's different, right? And that's why that's why I don't like uh, like the New Generation X, for example. Because the New even Generation even in the eighties,
0: X... like New Mutants was different, even in the eighties. Well, yeah, with yeah, dark, yeah. With dark Child, and like mm-hmm. some of the storylines are real dark and fun and interesting and. Just... Just not your typical mutant fare.
1: But it was never a horror story. No, it wasn't. You know, it still had the the little hints of X-Men in there. Yeah, but they did go to,
0: you know, they went to Limo. Went to hell. Or... Oh, sure, sure. But <laughs> it
1: easily could have been a horror comic. I guess, I guess. But, but that's
0: what I liked about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like that they went this really offbeat, Way, um, and I wonder though how much of that looks better on the trailer. So remember, like uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but I think we were reco- it's
0: May. I think
1: uh, the no, episode? I, I, I mean, I mean this episode.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: But I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking about uh, the gifted, and I was telling you about that one scene with the kid and the uh, in the gym in the gym and the in the bathroom. Yeah, And I was like, this is, like, the exact scene from Legion and blah, blah, blah. And uh, watching the New Mutants trailer, I'm
0: mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna
1: to say something, and anybody listening, don't be like, what the fuck, Martin? Just fucking listen, goddammit. Um wow. No, I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, but I don't, I, I watched it, and I love the trailer. I think the movie's going to be great if they stick to whatever the trailer is. Um, but there's like some scenes in there where I almost had the same feeling, you know, like I wonder how much of what we're seeing is actually something that's happening or is it one of the mutants that we're seeing a lot of the stuff in their head?
0: Oh, that would stink if, if it isn't done like in an, in a, in an asylum, that would stink.
1: I mean, it could be in an asylum, but Legion was that way too. Oh, spoiler I, I... alert for anyone that hasn't watched Legion.
0: <laughs> I haven't watched Legion, no. Uh,
1: but they do a lot of that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, the, the series kind of starts off in an asylum, sort of. Spoilers. Um, and I hope it doesn't go that way. And I don't think Fox would do that three times, though. You know what I mean? Like with Legion and Gifted and now New Mutants. Um, mm mm-hmm. But I do have high hopes. I mean, it looks great, and apparently they want to do a trilogy, so that's cool. Like, I hope well, the first one works out.
0: There's a big difference between uh, small screen and big screen. Hmm. So I, I would hope that they're going to put money and time and effort behind something from the big screen,
1: unless it's Inhumans. Oh, oh, oh! You know what? This show. This show's fine. I just watched episode four. It's fine. It's fun. It's not good, but it's fun. Well, it's good. Everybody likes fun. Yeah. It's like uh, me and Legends, dude. I love me some Legends. The show's yeah. not good, but I love the shit out of it. It's the most fun I have all week. It just started. They had a Rubicon. It was amazing. It was a convention in Aruba. But there's always like weird time shit happening because the Legends kind of destroyed the timeline. At the end of the last season. So there's like T Rexes running around in LA and whatever. And uh, oh, wow. they have to capture Julius Caesar, who's hanging out in Aruba. Yeah. Oh, well, Then that's
0: right in your wheelhouse.
1: Oh my God. It was so much fun. You know what? Thank yeah. you, Daryl Taylor. You're wrong. Wow. God, Daryl Taylor's such a hater.
0: A lot of cursing this episode.
1: What the heck? Is it are we counting? How many is that? Do I need to put an explicit tag on no, here?
0: No, I've I've stopped counting. You're yeah. just on a roll. Oh so, so we need so we need the, the, the E.
1: Yes, absolutely. E for everyone. I wouldn't say everyone. Okay. But anyways. New means looks awesome. I can't wait.
0: Alright, let me alright, slow your roll, Ferretti. Yeah. Let me let me let me shine a little light here.
1: Shine a light to... on me. It's the midnight special.
0: <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I went last night. The wife went to bed early. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's fire up some gifted. Ooh. So off to the Hulus I go. Yes. There's episode one. Mm-hmm. First I put the gifted into my stuff. Into my stuff queue. Which is lay me have to do that, but oh well.
1: So far so good. Continue. Fire up episode one. Oh, God. Yeah, wait. Pause. I know when, when this app first came out, I said I love the interface. This interface mm-hmm. is garbage. Mm-hmm. Thank All right, you continue. for coming
0: to my side. I appreciate it. Continue. Finally, Nick is right. Yes. Um, I... The, the cops... The cops were chasing the one girl. She's trying to open up the power and the car, the police car goes through the
1: portal. You mean the second greatest mutant ever created in the history of mutant kind? Blink. Continue.
0: I don't know because they didn't give her a name. So I couldn't even tell you who that, who that was. Okay. So the car goes through her portal Mm -hmm. and then runs into another police car Mm Mm-hmm. Which, that sort of confused me, but oh well. And then I saw Thunderbird, and the only reason I know that is because he had a tattoo of a a Native American hawk on his his arm or wherever. And I'm guessing that the other guy was Sunspot. Alright, so,
1: correction. I thought it was Sunspot. Okay. Apparently it's not Sunspot. Dang it. Okay. His name is Eclipse. Yeah.
0: So I got up to that point, and then I realized, I think my wife might want to watch this show. Ooh, so I so I stopped it, uh-huh. didn't watch anymore, and I'm like, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. And sure enough, I talked to her today, and I sort of explained what it was. And she goes, well, I love The Flash, so yeah, I'm in. Count me in. So I'm like, all right, perfect. So we got another show in the queue. So let, uh, that was a fast forward. Let's go back to Saturday night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Once I stop it and think I'm going to, I'm going to watch this with my wife, I'm like, well, at least I have Legion season one. Mm-hmm. So let me go into the Hulus and pull up Legion season one and those mother effers those damn hulu bitches it was all there before guess what's not there anymore shut up are you serious nothing nothing is there
1: what
0: i searched for legion and this movie called legion eras from <laughs> spain showed up and i was livid dude are you livid? serious Like, how long was that entire season available? Three months? Give me a break. Dude. No way. I know. What was that on, FX? Yes. Mm. And I could still watch season two of um, Fargo. Like, that's still on. Mm. Or I could watch, and maybe it's an FX thing. I'm not sure. But, like, you can watch, like, the entire series of, like, Key and Peele. hmm I think it's just, it must be, like, they have such and such, like, we hold on to these shows for this long for, you know, ABC. And then this long for NBC. And this long for FX. I don't know. But I was, like, I thought I I thought I, I searched for it wrong. But I'm, like, no, I didn't do that. I'm, like, they just removed it.
1: Dude, those... those- freaking tv and movie deals are always so freaking whack dude yeah because it was you,
0: so disappointing
1: you never know does does hulu do like um like netflix does where they'll be like hey coming next month is the shows and these are going away is that a thing? i do
0: well netflix doesn't even do that you have to go to a third a third party to, to well, find out. yeah
1: that, yeah yeah that's true no don't yeah yeah it's true Yeah, that's true.
0: Netflix doesn't want you to know what's leaving your queue. Mm. It just disappears. But no, to answer your question, I have not found a third party that's like, this is coming into Hulu, this is leaving Hulu. I found a third party who does that for Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. And that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. But still, if you miss that tweet, good luck. Like that month, you're screwed. Mm. But. Boy, I was pissed because I was really wanting to watch Legion. So now I will have to go on to Amazon to find out when that uh, season one is available to buy on DVD, not buy it on DVD, but go to my library and get that DVD set,
1: Uh... which is not
0: the best way to watch it because then you're forced into watching an entire season in one week or two weeks. Yeah, that's too bad yeah and dude i I was all set i was like i mean we're talking like when my wife went up to bed it was like seven fifteen. i had an entire saturday night just to like let's watch this let's get half of it done (laughs) oh i was so jazzed too and i knew you'd be like heck yeah let's talk about it
1: dude i want to talk about Legion gifted all the time i love that show to be honest with you,
0: it all started when I saw the new Mutant trailer. Mm-hmm. That's what set me down to, I want to watch Gifted now. Okay, I better hold off on that. I want to watch uh, Legion now. And then that just took a shit on my chest. Mm. So now I'm like, okay, now I guess I have to wait for all this other stuff, like all these other dominoes to line themselves up. I was uh. really disappointed. And this, like, dude, this has nothing to do with Cutting Court, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, hmm
0: This has everything to do with, like, like you said, like all these streaming services having certain contract links with different channels.
1: Well, and so here's the thing, too. I bet they're about to release a DVD, because I can't find the release date for it. Uh, but Season 2 of Legion starts in February, which leads me to believe that the DVD will probably be out... Before uh, before Christmas, possible, and that way people can get it and watch it before season two comes out.
0: And they'll I either, and I guarantee
1: either. you, and I guarantee you that they'll put the uh, the season one streaming somewhere like Netflix. Like oh, ha- without a doubt, halfway through season two.
0: But usually, what happens is with DVDs? They'll either push it up because they want that Christmas window, which is smart. Mm-hmm. Or they release, which usually happens, they'll release the DVD of the previous season one week before oh, the yeah. premiere.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I think I, I think they must have just pulled it. my guess. Now that you said February, my guess is they probably have it written into a contract somewhere that six months or four months before the new season, you'll take the content down. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have something like that.
1: Here's the thing, Nick. I'm on Amazon right now. Why would yeah. I buy season one DVD for thirty nine ninety nine, or mm-hmm. season one Blu-ray for forty nine ninety nine, where I can mm-hmm. buy season one in HD on Amazon Video for nineteen ninety nine?
0: But don't you want to own that sweet stuff
1: for nineteen ninety nine?
0: but don't you want to own
1: it I own like, it. the physical copy of it I own it it's 1999
0: yeah but not the physical copy of it
1: I mean am I gonna just carry a DVD player around when I want to watch Legion yeah is that of what you're you saying will. I'm gonna carry a DVD to work yeah of course you will. watch it at work I'm gonna carry a DVD in the car
0: mm-hmm so the kids can watch it
1: so the kids can watch it well, you the, know,
0: during their during the long car rides, you know, they of course they're like, "Dad, I gotta watch twenty minutes of
1: Legion." Of course, not like they're watching YouTube twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Right. So,
0: uh, uh, I mean, it just it it bears out that they would want to stop that YouTube so they can watch Legion of, in the car. Of course, yeah, it only makes sense.
1: I mean, that's what normal kids do. Get with Ball the program. One.
0: One thing that I have to say about streaming, the only thing I wish they would do is, and I would even pay a little bit extra money for it. I would love to have the commentary track or
1: the extras. Hmm.
0: That's the one thing I miss with streaming.
1: Does, um, does Amazon do that? Because I know on iTunes you can do that if you buy through iTunes. I don't know,
0: Amazon we've only bought iTunes i'm
1: trying to think if i've purchased any full seasons on Amazon and i don't think I have i 'd have to go through my uh my videos i didn't even know where that is because I never use it. Oh, here it is. your <laughs> video library do I have any full seasons? Doctor Who dollhouse nope, no full seasons mm 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 -mm. Just Doctor Who, because I can't get that otherwise.
0: You know what uh, I watched over the weekend? What's that? Non-stream, too. I actually had the Blu-ray copy of. Uh, Not that I bought it. I borrowed it. Um, (laughs) But Wonder Woman. Ooh! And there were some good extras on that. Some really good extras, as well as a scene that wasn't in the film. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's so... I don't know if you know... I think it's called Edda's First Mission. Where she's in charge of... Like, the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After the end of Wonder Woman. Spoiler! Steve Trevor dies. What?! And she, and she takes over the team.
1: Captain America dies? No. I know, I know. That's okay, that's don't try, that, don't try to confuse me. It's Jack's terrible joke.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's my wife. My wife actually said that. Did she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's Rogers.
1: Uh, continue.
0: Um, but her. So I. So did you ever see that? That scene.
1: Mm, I don't think so.
0: Because I think it's only available on DVD, Blu-ray, but. Uh, there is a reveal of a mother box.
1: Ooh, in it. really?
0: Uh huh. And I was like, ooh, that's it. like, and I even told, I mean, I didn't explain mother box to my wife, but I'm like, that's why DC should be putting those type of scenes after the credits instead of having nothing. Mm-hmm. Who cares if you're following Marvel? Like that scene was so good. Mm-hmm. I was pissed and I even wrote on social channels. I'm like, why didn't anyone tell me, Hey, you need to watch the extras. Cause there's a scene. Like that was, that's so tied into JLA coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, shit. Maybe I'll have to get it from the library then.
0: Definitely. You should, I mean, it's only like a minute and a half scene. So. It's nothing big, but would I say buy the movie for that? No, good God, no. Right, yeah. yeah. But my wife liked the movie quite a bit, That's which was which was really good to hear. Except she did say there was way too much uh, violence in it. Really, and I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of action in it, and she goes, it just, it did, it wasn't like fun, hmm. fun like action. It was like. You know there was a violent component to it, and I'm like, well, it is World War One, people
1: died. Yeah, God, that's a good movie.
0: Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, Justice League's coming out; That's gonna be good too. When's uh, but, are they doing presale on the tickets? Ah, uh, not that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up here.
0: But she did. She did like the humor, and she said about like superhero films in general. She's like they need to have more of a romantic component. And I'm like, yeah, didn't it work? I'm like, it, it totally worked. And she goes, yeah, for sure.
1: Mm.
0: Like, it just let the movies breathe a little bit, instead of just action,
1: action, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So that was good
0: to hear, because I didn't know how she was going to take that.
1: No, that's good. I was, hope- yeah. I was hoping we'd get to talk about Blade Runner, because I... nobody has seen it from my friends. <sighs> <laughs> and and one of my friends, we'll just call him Wick Netmore. Oh,
0: who's uh, that guy?
1: I don't know, some guy. Uh he said he was gonna go see it with uh with with Wam Techmore and <sighs> uh and that never happened. So now I've seen this uh in, in my opinion best movie of the year and uh, I can't talk about it with anybody. Shame on you. Wick agree, Metmore, whoever I, you are, shame. I heard
0: he has a sultry voice. Um, <laughs> I I would love. I would. I fingers crossed. I would like to go this week. Okay. Because every time I see a trailer or a scene from it, I'm always like, "Dang it! I have to see that on the big screen." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That yeah. guy can do no wrong. That director. Who's the director? Didn't he oh, direct Oh, is, it, is it Wes Anderson?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Or no, not... Sorry. What? Not Ridley Scott. He no, did it's he? not Ridley
1: really Scott. Ridley Scott's doing the Alien movies. The the Prometheus and all that. Isn't it... I thought it was Wes Anderson that did... Um, Wes Anderson? Isn't it? The Royal Tenenbaums, dude? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Oh no, I found you're it. You're he... drunk. You're drunk. No, no, hang on, hang it's on. It's a French dude. I'm pulling it up right now. It's a French dude. What well, are you saying? Wes Anderson can't be French.
0: Well, he wants to be French, obviously. Denis Villeneuve. Yep. Yeah, there you go. You're right. There's so there's so much uh, true foe in Wes Anderson. It makes me sick.
1: Denis Villeneuve did Arrival, which was my yep. favorite movie of last year. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And now Blade Runner is my favorite movie of this year. Hmm. And, su- and Sicario, dude. And Sicario, which I haven't seen yet. Don't sleep on Sicario. Know, it's, dude, it's awesome. It's, it's been on my queue for forever. Now, well,
0: queue it up. Why don't you spend money and rent that thing? You rent all this garbage. It's on Netflix. Uh, well, then, oh, my God. Oh, you're killing me.
1: It's on Netflix. But, I'm look, I'm going to watch it, okay, because Arrival was my favorite movie of last year. Blade Runner is my favorite movie of this year. So same director. I'll go ahead and and, and see what Sakari is about. Okay, good. Okay, I I promise. And he's and he oh, he's also
0: his next upcoming oh, his next upcoming project or one of them? Dune. Dune. Yep. He is like encapsulating my childhood.
1: Yep. Yep, I agree. I agree. Mm -mm -mm dune oh my god i hope he does dune so well dude i i like the uh i like the original dune movie but yeah it's fun it is way too long and listen i get i get it because the books are very long and they're somewhat faithful to the books and there's no way they could have made it any shorter i don't think with that script but if somebody can come along and make a dune flick in like two and a half hours and be good, that's going to be a fucking amazing movie. Best movie of 2018. Is that what it's coming out?
0: I would... Out? Oh, I highly doubt it. Uh. <laughs> I would say the original Dune is way too Lynchian for its own good. It is very Lynchian. Yeah. And I I definitely... I, I'm, I'm shooting to see Blade Runner my fingers are crossed Thursday. So, okay. Just to let you know. Okay. Uh, what about, are you any interest in seeing, uh, it just came out this Friday that professor
1: Marsden oh, and God, the wonder yes. woman. You are reading my mind, buddy. Okay. That's, that's the next one I want to go see. I know Mike's been talking about it. Um, cause he's a big wonder woman fan, but, yep. um, yeah, it looked when I first heard about it and I was like, what the fuck is this and why is it something about Wonder Woman and then I realized what it was and I was like oh I need to see that and I forgot all about it and I haven't even seen the trailer mm. Um, but uh, I read that book oh god what's it called now I can't remember now but I'm ass- I'm assuming that this is somewhat based on that book okay um, there's a story of Martin and how he created Wonder Woman and all uh, the old SNM stuff so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this. And it's weird because I generally very much dislike nonfiction and extremely hate biopic stuff. Hmm. Um, but I really want to see this.
0: Yeah, I think it looks uh, very interesting, and I like that it's tackling even taboo issues of today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much less like the 40s and 30s. Sure.
1: Well, and like, I, I don't even care if they, like, stick to whatever happened in real life either. Like, I'm, it's a movie, right? So I'm sure they're going to take some, uh, liberties with the story. Yeah, but, I'm um, sure. but I, I just want to see it. I want to see it. That's one of those things where, like, you read about it and, like, dude, nobody talks about all this shit. God, what the fuck's the name of that book now? <sighs> I got to find it. Um, nobody talks about that stuff you know to to see it in a movie I mean I guess kind of it makes sense because of how big Wonder Woman was so maybe they're banking a little bit on the success of that running off on people wanting to see this true story Um, probably not but maybe that's what they're banking on Um, yeah
0: I, I wish it was a documentary but I'll take a
1: biopic Yeah, I don't know about that, man. You couldn't sell a documentary on this, I don't think. Oh, is this it? Secret History of Wonder Woman. Of course. That makes perfect sense. Secret History of Wonder Woman by Jill Lepore. Is the book that I'm talking about. (laughs) It's a good read. You should read it. Is it an audible? I think it is. Get that audible. dot com slash nerdallegion.
0: I think it's it. It should be pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it'll be good. Um, and why? And why haven't you gone seen it yet? I oh, I did go see it. I just haven't talked about. Oh, it. oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah,
0: we went. Uh, because a- I not IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes still has it at like an eighty five. Like wow, really. It, it must be pretty good for some audiences or critics. That's pretty high, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, just to put it in perspective, Blade Runner is at an 88.
1: Well, that score's wrong. I think what ah. they meant to say was 98. Um, yeah, we know we went to see it uh, opening weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, And,
0: and that was because, obviously, I, I would guess that Heather was a big proponent of, we gotta see that.
1: Of course, yeah, my wife is a uh, Stephen King fan number one. mm mm-hmm. um, Matter of fact, she was watching... There's a, a Netflix movie that just came out that's based on a Stephen King book. Uh, what's it called? Gerard's Game, I think it is.
0: Yeah, that sounds
1: about right. Which has... Um... Oh, God, I almost said Maluina Lupacino, but that's the comic book artist. Uh, Carla Gugino. She ooh, I like her. Yeah. Me too. Ooh, especially ooh. in Sin City. Woohoo.
0: I I would say she's getting she's a fine wine. She's getting better with age. I
1: I, I agree with you, buddy. I gotta agree with you. I was thinking about that today. Um my wife my wife I didn't know
0: she was in that.
1: Dang it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My wife is uh still watching hmm. Sons of Anarchy, of course. Um
0: I might have to watch that, dude. And what, I don't like these type of shows. What,
1: Sin City? No, Gerard's game. Oh or
0: Gerald's. Or whatever yeah, it is. Gerard's
1: game. It's a mo- it's a movie. Yeah, I know, but I don't like stuff like this. I don't either. But now I might have to watch it. But uh yeah, she and I watched the trailer for that. It um oh wait, no, it can't be Gerard's Way. That's the the guy from My Chemical Romance. What the fuck's
0: No, it's Ger- it's Ger- Gerald's game.
1: Oh Gerald's game. There you go. uh uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyways, yeah, we went to see it Opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was actually somewhat excited because the trailer looked good. Even though, as you know very well, I think Stephen King is hot garbage. I, um, uh, yeah.
0: S- sometimes you can be wrong.
1: It's okay. Uh, this time I'm not. Um, and I, I did watch the, the It miniseries when I was very young. And mm-hmm. it forever scarred me uh, for not liking clowns.
0: Yeah, Tim Curry's pretty good.
1: He is. And, uh, when I got a little bit older, I rewatched it and I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Um, mm-hmm. but that clown was still creepy. And, yeah. so anyway, I wanted to see it. And you know what? I'm really glad I saw it. It was really, really fucking good. Really? So, yeah, if you're, if you're okay with getting, uh, a little scared, you will love it. Nick, I no, know you don't I'm like not. to be scared, so nope. you will hate it. Don't like it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Nope, nope, nope. But, uh, I think I even jumped, like, in one or two scenes, which very rarely happens with uh, this kind of flick. But... Wow. With that said, I did have an issue with the movie. Oh, brother. And I'm going to tell you my issue. It's not a bad thing either. Okay. Um, it felt like I was watching Stranger Things, uh, the movie. Hmm. Which, it's not a bad thing at all. I, I think Stranger Things Season 1 was freaking awesome. Season 2's coming out in like a week or two. I can't wait. Because the uh-huh. trailer for that came out, and it looks amazing. But, yeah, the uh, final trailer. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so good. But, yep. uh, yeah, it was like watching Stranger Things the movie. And, of course, it doesn't help that one of the kids from Stranger Things is in this movie um, playing the same exact character. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like it's the like the same core group. There's the one girl that they kind of rescue, and then there's the mo- one monster with like the alternate dimension alienish type thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, all the all the adults are horrible people. Um, and that's how it was <laughs> in it as well. So yeah, that sounds like uh, Stephen King. Yep. But I, but I got to say, so I've never read It, the book. Shame on you. So I have no idea. But I will say that this is far above and beyond, way better than the It miniseries. Oh, that's good to know. And, well, and, how did
0: how, how did Heather like it?
1: Uh, she loved it. Everybody liked it.
0: Okay, yeah, good. Because yeah. I figured she'd be a, a good critic for the Stephen King property.
1: And if you're one of those people who are like, eh, whatever, like... I've seen the mini series and I've read the book, whatever. No, like, come on. This is there's things in here that are very different, but pay homage <laughs> to that original. Um so even if you're one of those people, you will thoroughly enjoy this and find it well worth it.
0: The only thing that I would think would stink compared to the mini series is you don't have four hours that the miniseries had. But well, I could I could also see the editing Editing, paring down those four hours into a tight two hours would probably benefit.
1: Well, you're incorrect, Nick. Mm. Because this movie ends uh, while the kids are still kids. Whereas oh. the miniseries had the part about when they're adults. Yeah. And there is an It Part 2 coming out summer 2019. Oh, Jesus H., which will be when they're adults.
0: Oh, brother,
1: <laughs> brother! So I know you're not going to see it, but that is coming. No, that is coming. But can I
0: circle back to Gerald's way? It's your show, or sorry, Gerald's game. Now you're now you're making me say Gerard. Gerard way. Uh, Gerald's game is is it interesting and uh, like can I see it even though I saw, I did see the Kathy Bates Stephen King thing, which I guess is it's sort of based
1: around. Are you talking about, uh, oh god. Wait, was this already made into a movie?
0: No, no, no. But I guess Stephen King wanted to go back and like play around with the same like person, handcuffed to a bed type of
1: Oh, the Kathy Bates one. What's that called? I do like that one. That's the only one I like. Oh, okay. Yeah, where uh, the, the author gets into her car wreck and she ties him up to yeah. the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, misery. James Caan. Misery. Misery.
0: Yeah, 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 there you go.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: Does it, Is it sort of like that or is it more horror-y?
1: Well, it, so I didn't watch it. She watched it. I watched the trailer. Oh, okay. Um, and what I understood from the trailer is... It's a married couple and they start doing some like kinky stuff and she gets tied up mm-hmm. in the bed she gets tied up in the bed um, and then he has like a heart attack or something ooh and dies like by the bed but she can't get out cause she's freaking handcuffed to the bed
0: oh, geez
1: and i don't know there's like other stuff going on it looked like maybe hallucinations wow so I don't I don't quite know like what the whole story is. Um, it's not something that I, I don't think I would watch, but I could see why my wife would watch it.
0: Gotcha. I it, did I did just look up the director, mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan, and he was also the editor and writer of Oculus and Hush.
1: Oh yeah, I like oh Hush too. Yeah, those are both good.
0: I know you like Hush.
1: I loved Hush.
0: My wife yeah. loved
1: Hush too. Hush That's was, why I was like, well, awesome. Like I could, because I
0: think you're similar to me, where it's like something like that might actually be like, well, I don't really want to watch Gerald's game, but uh, I really liked Hush, so you know, like all of a sudden something that was so so not or just off your radar, now it's like hmm, maybe I do want to watch
1: it. Yeah, but it's a little different. Like, when we are talking about Villeneuve earlier, like, of course I'm going to watch Arrival. Of course I'm going to watch Blade Runner. Like, I'm a sci-fi nerd. Yeah. But Sicario, like, even if it's the same director, it's not something that I, like, automatically go to, you know?
0: Oh, shame on you. Because Sicario was so good.
1: I mean, Sicario looks good. I've heard a lot of great things. But it reminds me of, like, I don't know if you watch Narcos on Netflix Uh,
0: Not yet, but I want to.
1: It kind of reminds me of that. I mean, Narcos is great, Uh, but it's not like one of those things where, like, oh, let me just put this at the top of my queue. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like it's on my queue. I'll watch it when I get to it.
0: Yeah. See, I'm such a sucker for Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro, and to have them both in the same movie, it's like, yep, 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 yep. Mm. Check and check.
1: Well, see, I'm 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 an Emily Blunt fan. But oh, uh, yeah. that's not enough for me to go and see this, okay? Unless she's naked, which Ooh, I don't think shush. she is. Um, yeah. Oh God, there was one thing I wanted to talk about. I can't remember now. It was I don't know on the on this movie conversation we we're just doing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I haven't. I don't know if they have a trailer yet or not. But I know they had a panel. I think at, at New York Comic Con. Um hmm. Did you watch or read oh fuck God damn it? What's wow lingo? Linger? Yeah. You you're a
0: lingo, dude.
1: Look, it's not lingo. You know, They're they say them. they say people that use a lot of profanity are extremely bright. Uh um, is that what they say?
0: That's what they say.
1: <laughs> well, you know uh, oh, okay. here's the thing, Nick. Such the wordsmith. Listen, profanity is is, is 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 my like. You know how the people will st- will stop and say like um like um like yes. All right, I just say fuck or uh
0: what's the other one? Um, I know, like a lot of people say that. Oh yeah,
1: or, know, or you know, know, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh,
0: I I gotta say. Which I I have some ticks like that too. Like I don't want to call them out because then you'll be hyper focused on them, like I am. So <laughs> I'm trying to stop doing that.
1: Oh but brother! Go,
0: but go on, Bill Shakespeare. What were you going to say? What movie were you going to talk about? <laughs> Old Wordsmith Ferretti over there.
1: What's uh, the Andy Weir book that they made it to a movie with? Um, now I can't remember the actor's name. Matt Damon, where he goes to Mars. The Martian.
0: The Martian, yes. Of
1: course. Of course that's the name of the damn movie. Yes. Uh, the Martian, which I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It was quite good. It was not as good as the book, but it was good. I've uh, heard that. He's got he's got a new book coming out, mm. I think in a couple of weeks. and the, It's the,
0: already optioned for a movie. <laughs> well, it's
1: not only optioned, it's already filming. Oh, my gosh. Rosario Dawson's in it. Ooh. It's called... Oh, and um, um, uh, what's his name? I'm in. Freaking the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, the wrestler.
0: David Batista?
1: Batista's in
0: it. You mean the wrestler from uh, Blade Runner 20- 2049? Dude,
1: Batista is one of the best things about that movie.
0: Hey, he's one of the best things about Guardians of the Galaxy. See too. Wait,
1: wait, till you see Batista in Blade Runner. I was like, holy shit, this dude can fucking act. Even
0: that one little scene, because he's only in like a, a quick like second, where he sort of turns towards the camera. Mm-hmm. He, it didn't look like David Batista. I'm like, right? dang, what the hell did he do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, he's like Peter Part. He's like <laughs> he's like Clark Kent. You throw in a pair of glasses on him, and it's like, is that a whole different guy? What the <laughs> hell's
1: going on here? <laughs>
0: No, I'm looking forward to it. Uh,
1: yeah, it's called... I think the book is called Artemis. The the movie's going to be called Hotel Artemis. Um, hmm. J- Jodie Foster's in it. Um, Batista, Rosario Dawson. Wow. Know, who else? It's like a bunch of people, dude. Gold Dang. Jeff Goldblum is in it. Uh, of
0: course, Goldie.
1: <laughs> Zachary Quinto, the guy from um, Heroes. The, the bad guy from season one? He played Spock in Star Trek? Yes, in, I know, Quinto. Okay, He was
0: in Heroes.
1: Yeah, just making sure. Anyway, a bunch of people. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know when that's coming out. But uh, yeah, that's already filming. The book's not even out yet. And I, I can't wait. It's about a hotel on the moon. And that's all I know. Wow,
0: that sounds good. It's going to be great! Who's was... directing it? Do you
1: know? Oh, I have no idea. Let me see if I can find out. Hmm. Artemis Director. I gotta go to my duck, duck, Go machine. Oh. I need to put a... Oh, I... Go ahead.
0: I see Artemis Novel. It looks like Phil Lord is directing it and Christopher Miller.
1: Uh, t- t- Drew Pierce is what I see. Oh, okay. Also, I'm, also written by Drew Pierce.
0: I hope Drew Pierce is doing it because Phil Lord is doing some movies that sound awfully weird for Andy an Andy Weir novel.
1: Really, so. I am surprised you would say that because Drew Pierce wrote Iron Man three, which most people uh, universally hate. wasn't the best I mean I didn't mind it but um, he did Mission Impossible Rogue Nation which I just watched again for the third time and it's Mm -hmm. really fun that is Um, he is also writing the Runaways TV show oh wow hmm yep interesting very interesting What else you got for me, Nick? Nothing. That's about it. Wrap up time, eh? Yeah, I think I'm pretty well
0: pretty well done with all my little topics that I had to
1: bring up to you. We didn't talk bathroom etiquette, but that's okay. Cause I that, know. That that needs to be an episode unto itself.
0: Yeah, that'll be a good evergreen.
1: It'll be a good one. Um, I, I have one parting gift for you. Ooh. So apparently Marvel Two and One is relaunching. Mm-hmm. And apparently it uh the story in issue one yeah. has something about the relaunch of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, isn't it the isn't it supposed to be Thing and Johnny? Thing and Johnny and the backup is Doom. Oh. Mm. Mmm. A secret that he's kept since secret wars? Oh
0: my gosh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's the creative team on it? I have no idea. But oh, dang. I, I saw the synopsis and I was like, this sounds awesome. Count me in. That sounds
0: that sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and by the way, my poll of what what I should read next? If I would have paid attention, this goes back to Secret Wars too. Mm -hmm. if if I would have paid attention and actually, like, opened up my books in comiXology, there would be no hesitation of what I was going to read next. It would be Supreme Squadron.
1: Yes, that's the one I voted for. Yes, it would be that because it's Robinson
0: and Leonard Kirk. Mm -hmm,
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hi
0: Carumba. That's going to be
1: good. What's what's he doing now? He's got a new series coming out or just came out. Oh goddamn it. Cuz uh he was doing Nick Fury, the the Nick Fury Jr. Yeah. Um a, apparently it was a mini. I didn't know that. I thought it was uh an ongoing, but well, oh. you know, there's that. That's a shame. Um so that's that's done, but he's got Something new coming out and I can't find it. God damn it. Is it Spider-Man? No, it can't be that. What is the new thing he's doing? Anyways, whatever. Yeah, Squadron Supreme, he did uh he did that. I forgot about that.
0: Hmm. Dang it, I would I would love to hear what he has uh next going on.
1: I'll uh I'll have to find it and when I find it I will send you the link.
0: I'm sure it's something for the main, the main two.
1: Yeah, I mean he does
0: he does some indie work, but I he's out for that paycheck. So. Oh yeah, I mean you know you gotta eat, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I I can't blame him. I have no I hey, he picks up and does like Scarlet Witch or, you know, Squadron Supreme. I'm all about it. Yeah, he, he usually has something interesting to say. I might not have liked his uh, Fantastic Four run, but you know, that's here nor there. You win some, you lose
1: some. Damn it, what is he doing? No, I can't find it. Mm. Oh, what? Oh no, this is old. Alright, whatever, it doesn't matter. I will find it and <laughs> I will send it to you. Um, I think uh, next episode we need to record our Two Weenies Talk Halloweenie now. Yeah, sounds great. It's about that time. For sure. You have been listening to the one, the only, the incomparable, the amazing, the grab-ass award-winning podcast of 2017. The Legion Podcast. You can find Nick at Nick Wetmore. I'm at Geekvine. And together... We are amazing. That's the end of the show. Have a great night.